0: Welcome to the Fatty Z Musky Podcast. I'm Andy, and joined to my right is my phone that has Vance on it. I was waiting to see if Vance would say something, but I heard a little bit. I also have Todd on the phone too. And, I'm there. Oh boy, we got some static going on there. But uh, I, to the left of me, I got Ranger. He's my Beautiful. nice. He's my nice fish mount. Always there. His mouth is still open. Hardly any teeth. It must have been summer out. He doesn't know it's turning cold. So they lose their teeth. They do, and they don't bite. Like, like, near, like yeah. what? they don't. Bite, they don't bite as much when they lose them. Exactly, because their mouth is sore. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, you heard Vance talking. We got Todd there. Um, you know this show. If you guys don't know it, brought to you by Fatty Z Muskie Products. Fetazimusky.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. I'll be sh- hopefully making some posts here for anybody. A lot, a lot of people are trickling in on the Podbean um, app, following the show. We're getting a lot of downloads, and that's good. So I'm going to be putting up something here shortly. I think we got all the kinks worked out. So like a little bit of how-to. Some people may have lost um, their subscription or whatever you want to call it, There's on their uh, podcast apps where you listen itunes should have went seamless and at least that's the big one that i was working on so we're gonna we're gonna f- get up some instructions here soon um, with that we're coming up on show season stuff hopefully i'm gonna have a couple uh show colors available but we're gonna be having uh we're gonna be having uh we don't have that many eight inch raptors but we're gonna we're gonna try to make that better but we got our six-inch raptor, eight-inch raptor, the soft tail, and the ten-inch. That's our uh, chop-style jerk bait. It's uh, we we promote it as nearly neutral buoyant, so it uh, it'll get down there and it'll kind of play around down there a little bit longer than some other baits. So uh, it's better for working the uh, deeper weed edges and you know some of that open water stuff. So along with that, we'll have our uh, Stinger Glide bait um that's about eight inches we have three sizes of our swim bait the six the eight and the ten it's a paddle tail style well before a lot of the other companies had theirs i'm not saying i'm the first but i'm saying that i'm gonna probably get met with people saying that i copied and i did not copy the bigger brands so just so everyone knows that i'm setting the record straight before it happens. so anyways with that we can let the guides talk about the guide business i don't care which one of you talk but one of you start dance. talking.
1: dance, take it away oh
2: man all right muddy creek fishing guides mcfishandguides.com get a hold of us for next season uh, we're booking up some charters for that summer months already um Already looking forward to it. I just put the boat away. I know Todd did as well. We had a good season last year, and we're looking forward to doing it again. Get Todd or myself a call, and we'll get you out on the water.
0: Now, what would I expect, Vance, if I was a client and I'd show up? Oh, my gosh. Give me, me a run It's primo. It's so, all day. So what happens if I showed up, like, I don't know, 20 minutes late, and I was just stumbling around drunk. How would you handle me?
2: I think I've I've dealt with that, and we got yeah. on the water.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a tro- it's a definite trolling trip. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
2: Anyone it's get seasick
0: in your boat?
1: No, no. That's going to not had any pukers. Todd, have I've you ever had a puke I've never had a puker. I mean, the, it's. It can be very rough on Chautauqua, as Andy, you've seen. I know you go to the Great Lakes mm-hmm. uh, quite often, but it can be really, like, rough. Like, beat you up rough on Chautauqua. Short mm-hmm. choppy Chautauqua chop waves. But it doesn't make people sick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just rough. It's like, you better just sit down. Like, you can stand up and ride those big waves if you're not getting sick. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes you can't really stand up at Chautauqua because they're just like... Bum, 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 bum.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's like a constant jab. they relentless. yeah Getting jabbed, yes. It's like that right jab right to the chin. Yeah. Time constant. after time after time after time after time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't ride them. <laughs> so I think Andy's seen that too.
0: I mean, I've had people puke, but i have not musky fishing. It's, it's been on walleye trips. In the boat, I I wasn't the one puking. In case anyone's out there, I'm gonna stop that Mm -hmm. right now. It wasn't me.
2: But there is a a lot of people that put take the Dramamine though. A lot of my the clients do.
1: Okay. Yeah, there. You know, there's people that are. You know, we we live so close to the Great Lakes that we take a lot of people that have been out on those charters. And they have gotten sick, and they're trying something different. And you know, I talk to them beforehand. They call, are like, "Man, is it going to be rough to where we might get sick?" You know, and you can you can explain that to them that it's a different type of chop. It's a, it, you don't have to worry about it, but they do. They 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 take the they take the Dramamine, and you know, they're already. And I've had lots of people say, "This is what we're going to do," because every time I go to Lake Erie. I get really sick. I mean, these aren't major fishermen. They just want to do a charter with their father or brother or kids, you know, and they're like, this is much better than going out on Lake Erie. No. It's not those big swells that tend to make people that's, get queasy. That's what's going,
2: going on up there now for about an entire yeah. month straight.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that and, and the fillets are much bigger in Todd's mm-hmm. boat. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I can't imagine of us. What, what the lake looks like no I don't care what lake the, those flags were flying like like they were just flat they were flat out they weren't yeah. even whipping around today we're just getting yes. some crazy wind
1: yeah the flags look like they're made out of cardboard you know it's a beautiful day out there to fish Yes, <laughs> like someone cut them out of a piece of cardboard
0: like the wind is so stiff it's if you're driving into it, it makes you like, do I have a flat tire? <laughs> and then when you're driving with yeah. it, you're like, man, my car's
1: powerful. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's been like that. It's a muddy mess. We had all that rain. Oh, my gosh. We got a ton of rain. Full, full trees in the water. Yeah. yeah.
0: Todd, did you get any snow?
1: Yes, we did. We actually had like a sort of a, actually a covering Mhm. It it didn't last long but
0: I'm still probably 30% covered which I have seen a lot of Facebook stuff on the musky sites of people putting up, you know, photos of the boats and breaking ice and I even saw some oh. ice fishing photos already. Um, oh, No, well. Yeah, like a like a limit of walleye on the ice. And hmm. wow. You know, but Yeah, it's We're never near that, yeah. We're not near that, but for mid November, I'd say this is for the snow to stick around for a day or so that's this is this is pretty early for that I'd say on average. Yeah, my river's blown out even worse. Mm-hmm. But I I did when that snow was falling yesterday. If I didn't have like family obligations, that is one of the things I like to see. So I'm letting out I'm letting out a tip right now. If you're a bank fisherman, the river's up and you got some current breaks and it's starting to snow. That's when I get excited. It's not every time, but snow and muskies equal smiles. Hmm. No. So, yes. Yeah. Yes, but you. But the thing is, you got to be a man because I don't generally wear gloves. So, because mm. I got to be able to feel the slightest tick.
2: Oh. Yes. Feel. feel the uh, the line in your hand.
0: That's right. Because you know what? That's how I bang fish, baby. That's right. Or how I used to. I can always call back memories.
2: So. Hopefully you're just re- using a, a glove and a thick uh, thick coated net when you catch those fish, too.
0: I normally it's jump in for a good release. Mm-hmm. Make sure Beautiful.
2: they're
0: off. I did fall in you, the river once, but it was kind of like on purpose. The river
2: guys love this stuff bank yanking guys
0: yeah i i went up past my belly button i slid in the river
2: (laughs) did you yes i did
0: (laughs) oh my god i caught it. it it was completely my fault um it was a warm january day it was like one of those days that hit like 60 and a lot of the snow runoff was coming in and it was putting a lot of clean water in and uh i i got this one fish and i'm like i need a photo of it so i I had, like, a flip phone, but it turned into, like, a really good camera at that time. So I, like, set it up. I'm, like, I'm just going to go, you know, up to my ankles right here because of the elevation change. and It'll get a good photo. Well, when I stepped there, it went, like, I started sliding in. So I'm holding the fish smiling, and as I'm sliding deeper into (laughs) the water, I'm, like, holding it higher and higher. (laughs) so like i'm smiling it might be the only photo i don't even know if i got it where the muskies over my head when i'm smiling because i'm (laughs) over waist
1: deep (laughs) oh gosh that water's so cold it it was cold
0: but because i was at like this this like runoff ditch it was warmer water than like the main water because it was such a warm day but even still i'm like that's the end of my fishing and i you know yeah. Got to my truck. I took off my pants and stuff, and I just drove. Yeah, I put something down on the seat, but I was soaked, and I made it back, and I hopped in the shower. But it wasn't nearly I, as
1: bad. I went in one time. I had my chest waders on. Same thing. Like, but I was just starting. Like I was walking in to start taking my first cast. Feet went out. Went back. I fell on my back, and that water. When that water went. Oh my gosh. You probably. Can, I'm still shivering. I mean, that when that water filled, went into those waders, I mean, I remember the gasping for breath, and I can see why people. Like, you go in through the ice, I don't know how someone can survive. Oh gosh. I mean. Your function shuts down. I breaks. W- I was sitting, I was laying on my back, broad in one hand, and like just trying to take a breath. Now, my head wasn't underwater, but it was. It was horrifying.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it was terrible. You and probably. I, fi- I, I finally got back up on my feet and was like, okay, we're going back to the truck. I was like, 50 yards from the truck. <laughs> I was like, that's the well end of done. this. <laughs> yeah, we did not take a cast today. I you would have,
0: have done... thought you would have jumped like a cat that saw a cucumber <laughs> behind it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying. <laughs> Believe me, I was trying, and all I was doing was laying there on my back like a turtle on its back. That's what I felt like. I couldn't... I was trying to breathe. I was trying to sit up. I was trying to do everything. Yeah.
0: You know, that falling through the uh, ice. That
1: ice. That ice fishing stuff is just insane. But I was on the slippery rock creek.
2: It
1: yeah, I have, guess that makes sense right. why you'd
0: fall, because, yeah. you yeah, know... Yeah, that's why I fell. It's not Traction <laughs> Rock Creek.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> no, that happened a couple of years ago. But... Vance, I'm going to take deal. the ice fishing if we got some good ice. I don't I don't have any
1: desire to do it, you know. You don't want anchors or like crank anchors.
2: Yeah, I just <laughs> I never I, I never had any desire to do that. you know, do that for
1: perch. Forget about it. You know. It can maybe, it can be it can be really fun.
0: chasing tip-ups is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, yeah. I mean I can't speak like I'm like the guy that does it a lot, but probably once every five or six years, you know. I mean, we don't get good ice every year, so I mean that throws things off. But when we get a good solid ice, you know, it's it it's fun to go out there, especially when the fish cooperate. You're chasing them around. Yeah.
2: Three years ago was great. Last year was terrible Mm -hmm. for, for ice. Yeah. Yeah, it was garbage.
0: But I also don't like I it when think, they're like.
2: I think this year, the, the, from the early signs, it's going to be a nice winter for anybody that fishes in the winter.
0: All it—I mean—around here, that I don't know why we're going on ice fishing, but you get one good strong thaw, it can mess up what's otherwise a cold winter here. Just it's—we're just on that borderline of consistently mm-hmm. having good ice and. You get one strong thaw and you get that mushy, slushy stuff, and then it tries to freeze, and then it and just you get a
1: bunch of snow sitting on top of it. Yeah, you
0: just can never recover from it. But I also cheat. I just sit in the hut and look at my camera and open, look, pick my head up once in a while, look for a flag.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, it's like playing a video game. But anyways, Muddy Creek Fishing yeah. Guides.
1: That was Muddy Creek Fishing Guide. Somehow we got into ice fishing, <laughs> which we did not do charters for, but yeah, no.
0: You have okay. been asked.
1: I've been asked. Yeah, we did a show one time for the Pittsburgh News and uh, had a bunch of calls. Insurance was very high to do ice fishing charters around here.
0: <laughs> I would imagine so.
1: Yeah. Nobody knew, knew what to do because the, the companies I talked to, they are like, well, how do you get your guys out on the ice? I was like, well, we walk. Oh, you're not <laughs> taking them out in like, Trucks and stuff. I was like, no, you're not even allowed to do that around here. You
0: know, one foot in front of the other.
1: <laughs> yeah. We walk out and we would fish. Yeah. And I couldn't even find anyone to write an insurance policy. So that's why we don't do it. We'll put it <laughs> that way. Some guys will probably do it. Check with their insurance if they do. We'll put it that way. Yeah.
0: If you're going to do that, say, can I see your, can I have a policy yeah. number?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see your policy number because I couldn't find one that would do one.
0: There you go. So,
1: where are you guys going to be? Vance is going to do this. Yes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, We'll send him out. Get all the good charters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where where are we going to be this this year, this coming show season?
1: We are hitting up Chicago, Columbus, Ohio, and Pittsburgh. Musky Nets.
0: Tell me more about that Muskie Max. that sounds really good.
1: Muskie Max is coming to us March tenth and eleventh two thousand and eighteen at the Embassy Suites in moon Township they They do have a new place this year. I don't know if it's going to be a permanent move. Something happened with the scheduling for last year, but uh, that place has you know easy access It's a great facility, all under one roof, one big room, and uh, this is the fifth year for the Muskie Max. I'd say it's been getting better every year. Uh, They're trying to get more of the local people involved, which are a lot lot of local anglers and a lot of local vendors here, which is unique. Uh, You're going to see a lot of guys there that you're not going to see at some of these big shows, but they're local to Western PA, uh, which has a definite musky history there, lure making, stuff like that. Musky Max is pretty neat. You know, they try to do a lot to get the kids involved. Get, you know, they always have a little area set up for the kids for coloring and doing things like that. They give a lot of the kids baits when they come in the door, all free for all the kids. And uh, you know, they they try to do it more than just like a musky show. They try to keep everybody involved. So it's a great show. I know uh,
0: that that kid aspect. We always look to forward it, to it. You know. I, I, I've been dealing with it with, with two young kids that sometimes it's very hard to have schedules line up or can't find a babysitter mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, you know, can't-finding a babysitter is not really a great excuse for not going because your kid could come there and get a bait that's just riddled with hooks, and then you can watch them. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah, they, uh, you know, we've given a lot of baits away, and, and you know, the kid will come up, you know, Generally how that works, uh, they, they get a voucher that's, you know, hey, I pulled this out of the, the fish bowl, and it says come to this booth, and you get a free bait, and I give them a spread of stuff they can pick, and I always ask, do you want the hooks on it or not? Yeah. Because that's the last thing you want to give a three-year-old is a bait with a bunch of hooks on it. A bunch of hooks on it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, So Vance and I hand out a lot of Muddy Creek hats at the show. We try to do everything we can down there. That's always a great show for us. It's our local show. You can check them out at www.muskymax.com. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. It's easy to find at Musky Max Fifth year And we're uh, really looking forward to that show. It's always a good one for us. We we put a lot of time and effort into getting ready for it, making the baits, making everything. and It's nice coming back from there. And Andy and I are always like, well, What do we need to do now? You know, what do we need to make to replenish the... (laughs) Yeah, normally by then we're just... The inventory. Holes
0: all through the color chart. Yeah. So...
1: Vance and I always, I mean, we run into a lot of new people. Not only, I mean, actually you talk to a lot of people at the Muskie Max that aren't even... They don't even really know that much about muskie fishing. They're just there to... You know, they heard about it, they come down, they give it a shot. I've taken guys on charters, many, I've had lots of guys sign up for charters, like, yeah, I'd like to give this a try. Don't really even know anything about muskie fishing, but when they're down there, they can't believe that we're catching these fish. And uh, they book a lot of trips there, too. So it's a great place. Anybody looking to get started in the industry or, you know, you got, you're, you're you're a bait maker, there's a lot of new... Bait makers down there. There was last year. Every year there's new guys, uh, and I think they have pretty good success. <laughs> yeah,
0: the uh, the thing that I like seeing is that, and it's not necessarily you know to one show, but you'll see like someone in like a suit or something like that taking what looks to be like a couple that's about to get married, looking for a place yeah. for a reception, and they walk in. Oh yeah. And the bride to be's yeah. face is like. What is going on in what here? Is,
1: yes. <laughs> that Look at these lures. The yeah. person
0: giving the tour has to be like, Listen, what you're about to see in here isn't what you're gonna expect. There has yeah. to be a little prep talk. And they come in, yeah. they just see all these people, they're like, How do these people even know what this stuff is? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that does happen. That's that's funny.
2: Yeah, that, that has Basket to be Max is, it's a good it's a good show. It's like a. It's, I think it's you know small, but it's definitely a heavy hitter.
0: Yeah, I mean they, they they're it hitting things out in all the right places.
2: How do you get all those free, the, all those awesome hard baits are there. It's it's a place to go to, especially if you're in the musky cyber world, trying to get a, a hold of some of these baits and mm-hmm. all my, uh, doing the. uh, you know, doing the auctions or trying to get a hold of the bait makers and stuff. I mean you walk in there I know Wiley's gonna have a pile of baits. I know
1: Baker's gonna have a pile of baits. Yeah.
0: Leo always brings a yeah. bunch.
1: These are the guys we talk about, Wileys and the Bakers and the Boss and I don't I don't know if Boss is gonna be there this year, but he was there last year. We may have some. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh I mean, but you know at least we talk about it about those guys are there. there there's are there with if you don't go there
2: yeah. with a ton of them. I mean yeah. Yeah. and it's almost I mean with what people you see drop for some of these baits, I mean it's almost worth the trip just to mm. be like, you know what I'm gonna go out there get them for cost and I'm gonna pick mine yeah I'm gonna wait wait at the
1: wait at the entrance like you know it's Black Friday and they do basically (laughs) they do we've seen Mm -hmm. we've seen them lined up at different booths you know yeah
0: perfect fun
2: show st. Croix rods forward to that st. Croix rods best on earth all species check them out great warranty we use them rough them up they never let us down
0: i love it all right vance let's get these power rankings rolling
2: Power rankings, uh, send in your submissions. We are probably going to wrap this up at the turn of the year. Um, But it's great. Starts conversations, we'll get right into them. Uh, Mine's going to be number three this week, and it's setting the go-to bait out. You know, you have a confidence bait in musky fishing, you know, one that always gets hit or you might have caught a couple on them or you might have caught a hundred on them. Uh, You set it out on a tough day and it gets hit. It works. The plan works. Rough day going on. You go to your go-to bait, and it doesn't let you down again. I have a couple of those for casting and trolling.
0: I have. I mean, but mine are the same baits I haul everywhere. So it's, um, maybe I don't want to pry into too much of my power ranking, but yeah, when I pull these out, I pretty much grab the same four or five, throw them on the deck. And if it's going to get hit, one of them is going to be the one that gets hit. So yeah,
2: I don't experiment my, too much. My casting one is like one of the four chewed up mud puppies, Raptors. Um, Stolen one is I mean my, my Goldie Baker is, is my, my go to, no doubt with that. And also my brown perch fat body. That's a go to too. But those things they, they rarely tough days they they pull they pull through for me what it is.
0: I would say, and I I don't pull much weight in the trolling bracket there, but my number one trolling bait was the Green Weenie, which is now in the Hall of Fame. And I'd say the number two is going to be my Fire Tiger Boss Shad.
2: Why don't you run the Green Weenie? Are you embarrassed? You're embarrassed.
0: No, I'm not embarrassed. Why would it be in the Hall of
2: Fame? That's what I mean. You pull out all these other really nice paint job and then all of a sudden... I could imagine you taking some people out and you, like, secretly trying to put that out. Like, just maybe they won't see it.
0: No, it's just that the Green Weenie had a good year and I said, you're one of the first crankbaits that really ran for me.
1: I don't want (laughs) to lose
0: you, so I put you in the Hall of Fame.
2: (laughs) I want want to go out and... and, uh, I want you to bring the green weenie. You gotta put a security deposit down. Security deposit. <laughs> I mean if we go fishing where we, we you know, we we're not gonna get snagged up.
0: Green weenie works in one very specific body of water where you think <laughs> snag first and then snag second.
1: <laughs> <laughs> when did, when did you go to cave run? <laughs> yeah. You, know. you must have been at the cave. Oh, I hate that.
0: <laughs> so that's why security deposits needed in the Hall of Fame to pull it out. Deal. <laughs> <clears throat> Deal. I don't know if you think it's something great. It's just a <clears throat> bait that got hit a lot.
2: Yeah, I want to. I use it. Okay, bring it out.
0: The
1: Let's old get it
2: hit. green weenie. So That's it for three. The go-to bait, you set it up, gets hit. Doesn't let you down again. <laughs> Coming in two. Todd, take it away.
1: Yeah, we're going to do the... Uh... What was mine? you got to let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> I'm thinking about... The... I'm, I was thinking about what we're going to be talking about. I think I actually... Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. Okay, so th- this is the uh, this is the pic the, the, the fo- so someone tells you this musky story. You get this great musky story. Well, what, what,
0: okay, so someone gives you the musky story. What are you immediately thinking? More often than thinking,
1: not. I'm like, why, why, wah. wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone's telling you this great musky story and it's all about this big fish somebody caught and, you know, they show you the picture or, you know, However, however, you get to find out, you see the fish mounted on the wall, or something like that, but uh it's real, it's like really as big as what they're saying. it really looks like what they're talking about, and mm-hmm. that that is much more rare in this community than the one we like to poke fun at, like the small fifties and the and the things like that. Mm. and every once in a while that does happen and it's nice it's neat when that happens when someone tells you about this giant that their neighbor caught or something you see it's like whoa yeah that's a giant (laughs) yeah
0: like like the one that was under the dock and it's head was out the one side and tail was out the other
2: yeah yeah, I mean that yeah, that that always happens, of course. That's why fishing yeah. stories are real, you know. That's why you get you get a bad rap on them because generally it's a story, a, a tale, you know. Yeah, I remember specifically that one time, you know, we always get those bass tournaments up there every year, and they always talk about muskies. And,
1: I know exactly and what you're talking about. Know, right you know what I'm talking now. about? I know, I know it right now.
2: I know, because we I... we get I, the I,
1: same I, thing every but, year, and that's the only time it's ever held true. See, I know the only story. time. <laughs> yeah.
2: This guy was bass fishing, essentially, and yeah. we were musky fishing. The, the same, same areas, plot. And we were, we were pulling out great fish there, you know, day in and day yeah. out, but, you know... The bass guys always come and and you know they say that you know they'll they'll catch a thirty six incher and say it's like forty some incher you know or they caught a sixty incher they saw it span across the transom you know all that stuff but yeah this this guy was drop shot in this area that we were fishing and he said he caught a fifty you know fifty incher
1: over fifty yeah. he didn't have nothing to measure, but yeah
2: he said yeah over over fifty or whatever and uh. I was like, "Yeah, I want to see a picture of that." I was pulling my boat, or I was out of the water. And Todd, you were pulling. Your I was boat pulling. You because yeah. yeah. you were in the driver's seat. I mean, this uh, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we remember yeah. all these small details because this was actually true. He shows me the picture, <laughs> and I, I was just like, "Oh my effing Jesus! Like, what the? <laughs> How? You know that that's good? You know I was like, that's yeah. incredible. That 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 is insane. You did that." You know, that is a seven and a half pound smallmouth there. That's, you know, what you just essentially thought, yeah. you know, it, and uh, Todd was at <laughs> his hand on the steering wheel. I was like, show this guy this picture, you know, and he showed it to him and Todd was like, yeah, that's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were like,
1: yeah, it was that real. Was, that was real. It that was true. It was real. It was a it was giant fish. fish. Like on a yeah. jig, drop shot jig or something. Well, I know. <laughs> right where we were, right on right the same place we fished there that day. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Makes you wonder like how many fish does your bait go over or within striking distance of a fish and they just never
1: even move? It depends on your lake. On Chautauqua thousands. Mm-hmm. A day. Yeah, you're trolling. You spent eight or nine hours trolling on Chautauqua. You went over thousands of fish. <laughs> Hell yeah, you did.
2: I probably. I mean, my God, if I they're down there. In, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Which you is weird. Cover, to they
1: can cover the whole. Yeah.
2: That's a lot of fish. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're down there. They can't be anywhere else, (laughs) right? They're in the lake. They're not packing up and leaving. You go troll St. Clair for the day. You went over lots and thousands of fish.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. You go over those fish and they don't do anything, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's fishing. I mean, you know, I. Of course that happens, you know. You can't just go over a fish and it hits. That's not an answer. Like,
1: now, Andy, that's not a your troll. That's not a one-hour troll. That's a nine-hour troll. That's when you start in the morning, put the line one down. One hour. Yeah.
0: Gosh, one hour. I'm already down the creek, turned around, <laughs> and I'm all the way back.
1: <laughs> he's, he's already <laughs> back. Already pulled, you've already pulled Nothing's biting.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. That's like a troll day. I mean, like, yeah.
0: when you when you dredge up every single drop of water... <laughs>
1: not here. But,
2: yeah, they're not always active. You could cast right over them. I look at it like, you know, when I used to trout fish all the time. What are those? You would throw the bait right next to them and they just wouldn't do anything. You could hit them with your bait and they would just bump out of the way, you know. The fish, they don't always go for it.
0: Because their brains
2: are. are so big. I'm thinking about that, that big fish.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yes. The real one. That's why you can, that's why we can remember it so vividly. Yeah. Because it doesn't action. happen that often. <laughs> that you see the picture. Certainly. Mm-hmm. That does happen. It's cool. Yeah. No doubt. I what about the
2: one big... What about the big... You know, the... You know how that when there's somebody catch a big one and you never know how big it is, though? And I, I see it more often than not that, it, you know, I want to see the fish in, in a hold that I would do it, you know, mm-hmm. so I could, I could like size it up, you know, but like some of the big ones I've seen this year, they're like, yeah, here's this one. It's a 60 incher. Here's this one. It's, you know, whatever, 50 pounds. And it's being held like trash. It's like double-gilled, it's vertical, and you're just like, I can't see that. The tail's not even a damn thing. I, I I can't size that up. Oh, yeah. But that's what goes back to, you know, when you actually get the, the photo that actually comes through, and you're like, oh, yeah, there's that. Yes.
1: yes. I can see where the hand is. I can see where he's holding it. Mm-hmm. Unless the guy's Andre the Giant, that's a really big fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Usually the people that taught them all the time will, will be holding them, you know, mm-hmm. in a light that we do, or, you know, that's yeah. pretty much the norm across yeah. the uh, spectrum. But
1: I can still, I, I just got another image of that jig fish. Yeah. That was a great, It was a giant fish. It was a great It, w- it wasn't man. heavy, heavy, but, God.
2: <laughs> very long. Huge head. <laughs> It was a 50-plus. It, it was long. Yeah. Gotta love it. Andy, you got the stage. You're number one.
0: All right. Is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> they, Andy,
1: I'd like to congratulate you on this.
0: I, I'd on like us. to like to thank the Academy.
2: <laughs> Remember this as it vividly, you know. Vividly as we remember that bass
0: fishing yep. in fifty. I will. I'm gonna take I'm just gonna take a moment here. <laughs> Alright. So it can be many different scenarios leading up to this, but the minute that you like got everything organized again. And this can go for a lot of things, but I remember probably the worst that i've ever seen my boat when as i moved to my new house and i used the boat to haul a lot of the junk out of the old pole barn i have a trailer but if you're going to pull a boat why not just stack everything in the boat that you can so it's like a free trip and then you look at your boat and you're like this thing's a mess well eventually you start digging through it all and then Everything gets put away nice. You vacuum the boat. You wipe it down. All the dust is off of it. And you're like, there. It's put away. It's clean. You feel good. You know where everything is. You know, like my rod locker, nothing's tangled. My baits are all hung where they're probably going to spend the rest of their lives. Except for the six. Yeah. (laughs) St. Andy ain't going to be pulling them out anytime soon. But, you know, it's it's just that, you know, it's easy to get messy. But when you finally do get stuff organized, I'm looking at a rack of inventory right now, and I remember, like, at my old house, it was organized, but it wasn't, like, this organized. It's just everything in its place. Everything's happy. Then Even numbers. We, yes, all... Every bait style is in a row. <laughs> every every color is in a column. Yes. And if you think I'm making that up, message me and I'll show it he to you. <laughs> he is
1: not. Yeah. But it most bothers of, Andy if he has nine of one color.
0: It does. Because no, 10 is be just a better 10 number. Eight.
1: Yes. 10, <laughs> 10 is much better. Yeah.
0: But just having... Having your stuff, I mean, and it can even just be, you know, as simple as this is my whatever warm clothes pile when it's cold out and it's in a tote and you're like, it's all there. It, mm-hmm. It's not an eyesore, but don't mistake in me saying this that like every other aspect of my life is clean and organized because it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> what you're there.
1: talking is very hard to do. You have two young children. I have one. And believe me, since that happened, I'm very disorganized in my mind. It's, I mean. Because it, your life is not your own.
0: No. No, it yes. isn't. It's but changed. I do have nooks that I can keep organized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The
1: kids are I, not allowed I, in, yeah.
2: I stay like, this, I was really organized the first day of fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it just went to hell after that. And then I kind of just, like, <laughs> you just kind of, you just kind of live yeah. with it. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, oh, God. You know, I've had to, like, check compartments. I'm like, where's that one lure? Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Let me check this. I got to, let me check in here. No, it's not in there.
1: It is you hard know. in your, but I'm not used to all those compartments. Your boat is is a little bit tricky. Oh, yeah. there it it's is. Like, it's in it's in that one up front, and I look, and I'm like, well, there's four up front. I Mm-hmm. I still dig around. Uh, yeah, no. my boat's the same way. I start with all everything organized, all the mm-hmm. baits that I want, and you know, a couple days later, half of them are back at the at my camp. Yeah, half of them are back at home base because it's like, okay, I have so much stuff in here, I can't dig through easily. I'll bring these back up, but right now I'm not going to use this box. I don't need 800 lures in here to start the season.
2: <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I like it did when you it's... Lose, Did you lose
2: anything this year?
1: <laughs> I lost two great lures this year. In the water? In the water. I got snagged twice back-to-back days. Same spot? No, but nine miles apart.
0: No, it's practically the same spot.
1: Yes. I lost my, go. I lost a gold, one of my white belly, the first white belly Goldie Baker.
2: Oh, my.
0: What year was on it?
1: Oh, I can't remember that. Zach painted, started painting those, like, probably 15. He painted me the first one, because he was like, that's going to be yeah. the, mm-hmm. that's going to be, how about a white belly one? I said, yeah, I'd love it, and he sent it. And he, I think the first day I took it out, we got like five on it or something. And I I wrote him, you know, I sent him a text. He's like, yeah, we got five fish on it. He's like, you're kidding, right? I was like, no. <laughs> we went five for five, five for six, or five for five. Yeah. Caught a ton of fish on that thing. Got it hung up about 19 feet of water. I broke my lure retriever. Hmm. Damn, what was down there? I don't know. It was solid steel. Like it wasn't even that deep. I I put it down there and I was jammed under the dock. Off. Yeah, a dock or a boat or it was 19 feet of water. Wow. It was up north. I, anyway. I mean,
2: I lost. I lost. Mitch. I did not lose him, but uh, the somebody lost Mitch on the charter. Yes. And I did lose a rain suit. <laughs> flew out of my flew out of my boat this year when I was trailering because I was disorganized.
0: Okay, so you lost Mitch a rain suit last year. You lost a transom saver and a net.
2: Yes, and a bump board. And a bump, and a bump board. board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're behind you when I'm t- towing, just get in the other lane and go faster. Because <laughs> yeah, you never know what's going to fly out of there. That rain suit, I mean, that was an expensive rain suit. Yeah, you know, that's a bummer. Your, oh, it was terrible. Because I had so much crap up in that cargo net, you know, and you just... Oh, you, you lost it out of there. that net, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the heck happened, but it definitely, because, you know, it stays in the boat when I'm, you know, doing 50 mile an hour. Or
1: yeah, it's not like you're doing that much faster. That's what, I, that's, that's what I look at sometimes, like, okay, so I'm doing, like, Thirty-five, forty. Mm-hmm. Nothing even. Nothing even moves. I can go up and down the highway here for a few miles.
2: Yeah, and I got out there, and and I the thing flew out of the boat. I don't know. It must have been the way that the wind was flowing over the truck into the boat or something. But
1: huh.
2: it's a tiller stuff.
1: Very upset about that life organization though
0: yeah it, there's nothing better than like I want this bait and you just like open a compartment and you're like this one yeah and you can just like pull it out like you know the Dewey decimal system I'm pulling it way back to old library talk
2: my boat's really disorganized right now but I bet you I could be I could be up and running in five minutes you know yeah. that's the way that's how i get i like calm myself when it's like go time and you know ready to go fishing again i'm just like oh my god i have to have all this stuff organized and uh i'm just like uh screw it you know yeah it's we're ready it's, it's <laughs> fine i'm ready some it people is nice don't when
1: we get to the dock a little bit early before the guys i i do like when when i show up and Nobody's there waiting to greet us. We've talked about that so many times, but it's nice. I like being able to get the rods set where I want. This is before we even go, you know. Mm-hmm. I need five minutes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it clears five your minutes mind. To launch, and then I, leave five, I need five minutes to launch with no one there. Park the truck, and I need five minutes in the boat, and then I'm ready.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's just it's nice. It clears your mind. It is
1: nice.
2: Does. You know, I'm th- I'm thinking about the stuff right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm getting like a pit in my stomach.
1: <laughs>
0: what, from all oh the god. stuff you've lost?
2: No, from like stuff I have to like go over, reels and stuff, and I'm like, uh.
0: The season uh, like ended for you guys like way a I week to, ago. The
2: way, yeah, I know. The way I call myself is like, all I have to do is cut the line right there, put them in a bag, and take him to Andy. The mm-hmm. <laughs> <You're> real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that solves Andy, the problem. Is just take it me. to
2: Andy. Yeah, that's. As you know, soon that's, as I want. There's a lot of work going into that, though. I gotta, I gotta cut like, my God, you know, like nine lines, and you know, I gotta find yeah, the perfect bag to put them in, and then I gotta drive all the way there. Man.
0: Why don't you just put them like in a pillow case and it'll just be like, <laughs> here's a sack of doorknobs for you. When I turn around, you smash me in the head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got to get that gear taken care of. I'm okay. already thinking about it too much. Don't think
0: about it too much because I got a bigger project that I'm working on for you.
2: Okay. okay. But,
0: oh boy. Well, you already know what it is. Do it's, I? 48 feet Oh, yeah, or yeah, okay,
2: okay yeah, yeah. So... Oh, that'll be the perfect handoff. Yeah. I won't even have to drive.
0: Well, it's all said and done. Here's your <laughs> next one. Get it done.
2: <laughs> I'm going to sneak it in your truck, yeah. That's good. good. Maybe it'll blow out uh, of the bed.
1: <laughs> that's the...
2: <laughs> that's the power rankings. What are we getting into? What are we talking about today? More heartbreak.
0: That's right. We went long on the power yeah. rankings, but yeah. Todd Todd came up with this yeah. one. It's the heartbreak muskie. The fish that you wish you would have got.
1: I'm H-P-M. sure we all have
0: more than one. I know, I do. Yeah.
2: And and it's, I mean, I it, yeah, I have a lot of memories just my brain's firing right now. I can kick this off
0: if, unless fans, unless Todd wants to do one.
1: Oh, I have so many. I could do this by ranking for, or I could do this podcast for hours.
0: <laughs> but mm-hmm.
1: that's that's in many many years.
0: Okay, you know. Well, uh, I'll set this one up. I have I have a few. Um, the first one was. Before we had kids, I convinced my wife to go bank yanking with me. And in in order to do that, we had to go to this Italian restaurant out by this river. So I did all the stuff I needed to do. And we went to this spot. And I gave her some coaching tips. Like, if this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. If this happens, do this. Rule number one is don't yell and scream. I don't want people to know we're here. Well, she's reeling into this little spinner bait that I made. And I was, you know, I was, I don't know, I was probably 20 feet away from her. And I just hear her start yelling. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And I run over to her and there's this, you know, it's like a low 30s. Like thrashing half on the bank. The rod tip straight up in the air and her like just totally, it's just not working like what should be going on isn't going on and the fish
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's the ultimate client right there
0: um just wiggled itself enough to just fall back in the water and i'm i had it on the gopro i that's when i was what rocking the gopro this might have been 2011
1: and i think i've seen that video
0: yes only I, before I showed people it, I actually muted when I edited it. I did not want yeah. to hear people, I let people hear what, and I'm just, and that's the one she's, she's even to the, like when I took her out, you know, like a couple months ago, she's like, I still haven't caught a muskie yet. And I'm like, you kind of did, but you didn't. I mean, mm-hmm. that one was, she said that she, you know, she reeled in and she was picking this, it was a safety pin style. Picking it out of the water and the fish jumped, like, out of the water to bite it. So, like, the hook was set when the fish was in the air. But it really wasn't even set. It was just, I'm not letting go of this rod. I'm going to pick it up and scream. And that's one I wish that she would have got because then she might have gone fishing with me more in these (laughs) awful spots that I walk.
2: Yeah. So...
0: That was one of the I'm, heartbreaks.
2: I forgot about the how secretive you have to be in bank yanking.
0: Of course, I work hard for these spots, and I have seen spots through loose lips get lost and then overrun. And it—that's another heartbreak.
2: Yeah,
1: no doubt. Yeah, so different animal. You know, yeah, there's there's lots of lots of heart heartbreaking fish after you've done this for a long time, man.
0: The thing is, is you're not immune to it. You could have caught fifty thousand uh-huh. fish. You you could catch five fish a day every time you go yes. out. There's always going to be that one. There's going to there's going to be these heartbreaks. Yeah,
1: I can go back to fishing at Chautauqua Lake. I was probably about twelve years old with my grandpa and uh, casting right out in front of Irwin's Bay. That's where we stayed off the one point. I had it hit, I have the the bait down in my basement. It's a little Bagley's bait and I remember that fish. I can still remember that fish eating that bait 10 feet from the boat. Uh, Had it on for, I mean, a while. Now, you got to remember, the, the rods and the stuff we were using were insane compared to now. But uh, fighting the fish, and I remember my pap sitting there. He's like, it's not going to fit in the net. It's not going to fit in a net. And he had a full-size muskie net. Uh, so it was a big one. Oh, it was a giant fish. All the heartbreaks that have been, have been giants, other than tournament fish. Tournament fish, that's a different story. But, uh, yeah, it was a big one. And I just had another one on maybe 15 minutes before this, and I lost it. And uh, we're fighting this fish. and I mean, I probably literally had it on for four or five minutes, which doesn't happen nowadays with our equipment. But I was fighting, it with like a bass rod. And uh, the thing just engulfed the bait, which didn't take much because the bait was only four inches long. But, man, I remember getting that fish. <laughs> that fish swimming by the boat, and you know my grandpa getting ready to net it, and he pulled the net out because it was too deep, and it made another run. Next thing, you know, it popped out. I remember throwing the like, I was probably twelve, twelve, thirteen, something like that. I remember when it happened. I remember throwing that, throwing the rod down on the boat, and it was like I'm done. Oh, I can't handle this anymore.
0: That was the day you quit.
1: It was a day I quit. Did you it really ever do it, it about an hour and a half, but. did you ever did you ever pick it up again? Did you ever yeah, start yeah. fishing again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was it was horrible. It was a giant Chautauqua musky. You know, looking back it was probably fifty inches or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh right off the feeder creek man. Yes. I it, it, right off yeah. the markers of the feeder creek. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you've had some bad things happen there, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, all over the lake now, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was just My a God. bad one. I can, I can picture that fish right now grabbing the bait. Big brown bars, big gold backs. And I had never caught anything really big at that point. I'd had, had some mid forty inch fish, but never forget really, that. Yeah, man,
2: I did that too. And the, i mean, the one that sticks out on Chautauqua, the 2011. I was trolling with like a swim whiz In a little nine nine or whatever, nine eight. 14-foot rowboat, and I put that, I put that bait out there, and the thing went, you know, fish hit, came up to the surface, and it eventually got off. I remember seeing the fish, and it looked like the first one that I caught. It was just giant gold, brown, spotty, and, uh. Got off, and I was like, man, that thing was as big as the first one. I know it was. But I kept telling myself, like, it wasn't. Mm. You know, just try to get through it. And I still think about that fish, and I'm like, damn. Like I am right now, I'm like, I can't believe that thing got off. Those ones, they still sting, you know? Oh, yeah. You know? And I was so green and... You know, didn't know what the hell I was doing. Didn't have a hook sharpened. Didn't have not. You know, be <laughs> honest about it. You know, I mean, it is what it is. You learn through experience, and I still miss them. You know, they still get off. Uh, but oh, that yeah. one hurt. That one. That one hurt like crazy. I was pissed.
1: I missed so many at the bridge too. In short oh, yeah. oh, how about that Ziggy one? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah that was I mean that that was that was last year with the charter Another client, yeah, yeah and uh I still have that, that mark there and uh yeah. we did get a big one there this year um but yeah, there was a was coming through the bridge going off to a point that I like there and rod mm-hmm. went off. You know, girl starts reeling it in, and uh, I was like right at the boat. Took one more run, and as it took a run, like to, when it started running, the fish went one way, and that lork just kind of came up, and I was, I was, like, I was devastated. Yeah, and it just came right at the boat, and I was there with the net ready, and mm, that was a silly. Silly charter that charter was the uh the people that have they they just told me about yeah, you know, like talked down on chautauqua how it was a little lake and it handled big waves and all this stuff and i took them casting and you know and probably like a solid three-foot chop and uh they told me that they were good with all this stuff, I'm like, "All right, well, then we're going to go do this." And you know, they damn well almost fell in the lake, and that's why I started trolling. <laughs> <laughs> that one stung, yeah.
1: They all stung, yeah. And uh, the yeah, they all. One yeah, thing,
2: they all stung. I, I, I remember, I is,
1: remember. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a, the trying to get into the, the depressing podcast, but mm-hmm. uh, this is stuff everybody's got these. Everybody's got these stories. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one. Uh, so the first time there was, for years, they did a big tournament on the place we used to go on Pigeon Lake. Uh, I mean, when I say big tournament, I mean, it was like $10 to get in. But there was a couple hundred people in it, usually. So, you know, if you won. So the first time I ever did it was in 95. And uh, and we won. We won the tournament. Uh, got a 46 and a half incher, and that won it. That was a small one for that tournament. Usually had to get one way bigger than that, but I caught it casting a uh, Wiley jerkbait, Uh perch-colored Wiley jerkbait. So the next year, 96, I'm with my friend Ron Heineman, and we're almost, I mean, honestly, within 50 yards of where I won the tournament the year before. We're casting down through we hadn't done any good in the first thing in the morning it was about midday and uh... this fish comes up and eats my jerk bait And eight inch wiley jerk bait i can still this is another one i can just vividly see this in my mind comes up head-on grabs the grabs the bait like it come up and turned and grabbed its face poom, face forward going away from me and uh... The fish has the bait, on like, it was stuck sideways in its mouth. So the 8-inch bait is, its gills were all flared out. Like, when it ate it, it, like, sucked it in and it went sideways in there. And uh, I, got to, I got to fish on, you know. I look at my buddy Ron and he's like, holy shit, you know. I said, we got it, we got him, we got him. And, I mean, this was a really big one. And, uh, you know, the fish is on. And it didn't really do much because it couldn't. It couldn't really. It could, couldn't really do anything because the its gills were flared so far, so it has an eight-inch jerk bait, like stuck in its mouth. Well, to find out, it was only stuck in its mouth. It wasn't hooked, uh, <laughs> you know. But the fish comes up, and I'm up in the bow of my boat. It goes down under the trolling motor. I reach down with one hand, pull the cord in the trolling motor. I get around to the backside of the boat. And it it just, it sort of levitates up there. And my buddy Ron, who was fishing at the time, you know, he threw his rod down. He's getting a net, he's getting a net ready. And he, and he jumps up and he looks like, what should I do? I was like, let's net it. You know, this is quick. And he just gets ready to get the fish in the net. It takes a dive under the boat, boom, goes under the boat. And then it, it pops out, the fish's head comes out. Still gills flared, huge head, jerk bait sideways in the mouth, and uh, I, I could just see that head coming out from under the boat. They got some pressure in the fish. He sticks a net in the water, and that lure comes flying out, and the fish swam away. Oh, devastating. That was a giant, well over 50-incher, that would have yeah, well, ran away with the tournament. We could have won two years in a row.
2: Yeah, I but, think about that. I think about that tur- that tournament just down in Cave Run two years ago. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that one that would have yeah. put us put us in there.
1: The tournaments make it really. The tournaments make a lot of the fish. Mm. They don't even have to be that big, <laughs> you know. Just like it was the fish. Mm. The tournaments. The the tournaments are tough guide trips guide trips missing guys you know when they get off but just like just i say tough. it's a, it's a tournament every day mm-hmm when that when when you're a guide man it's like a tournament every day yeah no doubt about that a lot of a
2: lot of pressure a lot of stress mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every fish like, counts. <laughs> that, that tournament and that, that, I still think about that it's irritating to me you know but one mm-hmm. got off in Cave Run. It would have put me and Todd in there sitting pretty. And uh yep, man, what a fun feeling! I mean, what, what just unbelievable, and, you know, to be up real high and then get knocked down a peg. It just is. It's what happens in the game, musky fishing and fishing in general. And, Muskies is different because there's such a long time in between strikes, you know. Everybody that listens to this, they understand that. It's just brutal. I'm thinking about this trolling fish. You know the only trolling fish that I reeled in this year? I thought about this hard. Was that one at Cave Run? Was the one at the Cave,
1: yeah. Yeah. And then I think that the one... I reeled in one at Cave, and then I reeled in one... You and I got, yeah. That that we caught That we need. We're still going to talk about that on the. Uh, oh yeah, podcast yeah. one time. Yeah,
2: but that that one in cave in, cave in April is the only trolling fish I reeled. You in reeled in. in. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, I'm, mean, you know, I'm generally. If I go out, I'm generally casting. Uh, yeah. Checking spots is a rarity, and then we you went out with, for the Yeah. We went out for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and got one that you know. I know it was a good fish. I, it was what, it was in, it was in October this year.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We only we only trolled twice. Mm-hmm. Once early, so probably probably about a, a
2: total of maybe
1: like three hours. Yeah, just me and you.
2: <laughs>
1: and, once early, and that was my turn. Mm-hmm. Because of Cave Run. Mm -hmm. So I got my fish, and then your turn came four months later. Silver fat body. Silver fat body. Same place that I've caught many giant fish. Mm -hmm. And it got off. And it got off. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) And it was a big fish. Mm -hmm. Anybody that...
1: Anybody, Everybody's got, anybody does, it has lots of heartbreaks, yeah. yeah. I can take it back to the final one, man. I mean, my final, we'll put it, to, I mean, probably. Everything mm. goes smoothly here. I got to catch a lot of fish out of Lund, my Lund over the years, and lots of other people have caught lots of fish out of Lund. But, man, just here, just a couple weeks ago, I was casting with a guy, an older fella, he wanted me to start casting, and, man, I got hooked up with a fish. Boom. My, like the second jerk. That's not the way they've been hitting here recently for us up here at Chautauqua. Would you say that, dance? I mean, they've been hitting, like, yeah. when you're down there deep. You know, you're down mm-hmm. there deep, and you're doing the big pauses on the rapture. So I throw it out towards the weeds. I pull it, like, maybe the second time. I'm just trying to start getting that thing down there. I, You know, the first couple jerks are just getting it done. Early season, they're liable to hit as soon as it hits the water. But that's not the way these fish have been hitting. So I'm, I'm, I, I pitch the bait out, hit it once, hit it twat, probably the second time. Wham! I feel the fish hit it. I set the hook. Pull back, and there's just nothing. I mean, it just I'm just dead. Stock on this fish. The fish levitates right to the top. His head comes out of the water, and it's shaking its head back, forth, back, forth. Of course, I can vividly see this one because it just happened a couple, maybe a week or two, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, the head goes down fish comes back to the top and i'm trying to hand the rod off to my client uh an older guy i'm like come get this this is a big one now he sees it and it's right on it's it's and then it's it it uh, it goes down it comes back up head shaking and it's it's its head goes down under the water and the body sort of does this like dolphin back kick oh my gosh you know I swear it was like as big around as a five-gallon bucket. Mm-hmm. Now I think I got a good hook. I think everything's good, and uh, that's gonna that's probably the last fish I'll get hooked up with casting in the Lund. In the Lund, yeah. I handed it off, and just like at the same time, I handed it off to him that sucker was gone there will be another one i won't forget mm. there's a couple of Chautauqua fish in there i got lots of them from a couple she of the 50s. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the heartbreaks yeah the i got gonna have
0: i'm going to i'm going to throw my 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 story i've i've talked about this fish for a while jumping jimmy
1: oh gosh yeah
0: i had so many encounters with that fish but the first time that I, i i'm just gonna lay the groundwork here first time i saw that fish was i i i came up on this weed bed and i said this just looks too good not to have fish in it and uh i was actually in the middle of the weed bed it's if you could think of like how kelp will just sit there and wave it was just sporadic wavy weeds in the river I mean, and it's it's a fairly big weed bed for the size of, you know, water mm-hmm. that I'm in. And I had a small glide bait, and I cast it upstream. And I really enjoy darting a glider around structure like that so I can, you know, steer it around. So I'm having a good old time just taking it back and forth. And it, I, I'm going to probably say the water's three foot deep. And I'm tap, 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 you know, just smiling. At what i found and then like right behind the bait mouth wide open straight up the fish jumps vertically and i'm like oh my gosh like the bait really didn't fly out of the water the fish then lands like shamu boosh (laughs) and i just keep working the bait because i've had in the past that fish will kind of regain where it was going and come after it again Mm -hmm. so i didn't you know so I'm doing that and then here it comes you know the V wake right behind it after and it gets to the boat and it just kind of veers off down into like these patches of weeds and it's gone I'm like ah oh, man so that summer I keep going back and back and back and I'm seeing him, um, you know follow. He probably is a her but I call it Jumping Jimmy because well for obvious reasons and um the one time I was with Tim I had this six-inch Curly Sue back when uh, the original owner had it. I believe his name was Andy. It was a white body with an orange tail. And I was very close to the same spot I was, but only I was casting downstream. Jumpin' Jimmy moved all over this weed bed, and he's allowed to because he's a fish.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And uh,
0: I was just, you know, pulling it, reeling it in pulling it reeling it in and then just just like lightning boom bait was gone you know you you saw the white bait gone flash i set the hook and i i knew immediately it was jumping jimmy i finally got hooks in them and i'm getting them you know i'm fighting them you know i'm fixing the boat cuz i'm in some current here and i'm like tim get the net we we got to get them now so I get him to the boat, and it wasn't that long of a fight. He has the net, like, in the water, ready to scoop. It starts head-shaking, you know, not co- like, the closest you'll get to the net without scooping it. You know, it's just, like, get it a little bit further. Head-shaking, and the bait just comes straight out. And I'm standing there, I'm like, this isn't fair. I no. spent all <laughs> summer chasing you all summer yeah. yeah and you do this to me i was going to put you back yeah but yeah. it was just he was he was there he was so close and and it the thing is is it's like how shallow that is there was no him going under the net he was just there throwing a fit <laughs> just not close enough to to swing the net just you know And it it wasn't Tim's fault by no means, because he he was just, he's like, well, it wasn't ready. I'm like, well, yeah, of course it wasn't ready. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: I'm just like, why does it have, and those are one of those fish that you throw like an hour later. You're like, why couldn't it adjust out of the blue? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You talk about it for the rest of the day. Yeah periodically
2: and then I want to get uh, I want to get them in the net as soon as you can and you think about all these stories and stuff the one fish I want in the net right now I don't care how green it is because you know if the fish takes a run I'm like I would never see it again you know how you get it to the boat and it'll take a run and stuff like that I'm like man if this thing turns it might throw the hooks right there on its turn before we're able to see this thing again mm-hmm. with the muskies, it's just as it's like it's nerve wracking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It it you know the the thing is is like you're always faced with that dilemma. You know, no matter what you know, and it it goes across the boards. But let you know for muskie fishing, it's like, do you want to catch a big giant fish? Well, of course, everyone does. Do you want to have a really good fight and all this, you know, history and, you know, like for me, Jump and Jimmy had the history. The fight wasn't all that great. But you could have that, like Todd's, the the three, four, five-minute battle where Todd quit. He retired early. And, but, but you know, if you got you know. that fish, then you have this, like, Moby Dick tail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or do you be like, I want this fish to hit so quick at the side of the boat that I it's scooped in the net within a second. There's not a, just to say you caught it. I'm, you know, it's yeah. It's more or less that it's it's not worth the journey. You just let me get to the destination so that I can be happy.
2: I mean, I w- I want it in the bag and in my hands as quick as possible.
0: But would it mean more if there was that like? You know, some battle. some kind of battle or this big obstacle yet to overcome, like it was stuck in the prop. No, <laughs> that wouldn't add to it. If you're like, check out this fish, you should
2: hear that's this story. All the, that's, that's all. That's all the anxiety as soon as the fish hits. You know, what if? You know what? This anxiety in hockey fishing is just yeah, getting the fish to hit. Yeah, it's all it's all chill. You know when. Once, it's, once you're releasing it, you know. Those past couple big ones, I mean, the thing took a run, and the client's sitting there reeling on one side. It's all the way around the other side of the boat. They're not really putting the rod where it yeah. needs to be following <laughs> the fish. And all of a sudden, the line is caught up on the decals of my motor. And it's running, and it's all of a sudden stopped and wrapped around my motor because it got caught on, like, you know, these mercury, like, you know decals 3d decals yeah and it's peeling line it's ripping up the decals and i'm like oh my god you know what the what the heck's gonna happen here you know it's, it's running they're having a good time i can't believe this but i'm looking at the now the the line is like completely bent at a 90 degree angle at some point and i'm like <laughs> uh what the hell's gonna happen now you know
1: yeah that's my that's my that's my best fishing season too. Was that a lady was reeling it in and she was sitting in the passenger seat of the boat reeling. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to net it on the driver's side cuz she was afraid to stand up. It did the same thing. It did the run out the back around the motor. Mhm. <laughs> With you that, see it come up, you see it come up yeah. to the side, and
2: then it goes and takes that run, and that's why... I'm like, oh, there's all kinds of shit back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Don't go back there.
2: I'm not... Uh, it it happens so fast, all those mm-hmm. emotions, you know, and you're like, I'm not going to yeah. see this thing again. It's going to yeah. turn and be done.
1: I had the rod wrapped around my neck. <laughs> I guess it's better yeah, than the, it line. Well. Yeah, the line. Yeah, the line would have burnt, but... Uh, mm-hmm.
2: We got yeah, him, you know, you're, they're standing him. on one side of the boat, and you're completely, you know, you're five paces away at the nose of the boat, and you netted it, and you're like, we got him.
1: Yes, and and you, you know? can't turn around, and sometimes you want to turn around and say something, but yeah. sometimes I'll, I'll even turn around and look at the person and be like, it's no yeah. me saying anything, this is all yeah. on me now, yeah. i got to net this fish, because they have no clue, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fun. I didn't have any big heartbreaks on chargers this year. I mean, other than some strikes and stuff, you know, my that casting fish. But, you yeah. know, I didn't lose any both side. Those hurt, too. I've had lots of those where the guys have big ones on, and they're right there. And man, I'm just getting ready in at the thing. I had a good year for that. You know, the ones we got nope. hooked up with, and the people got, I mean, I didn't lose any Giants, that I remember, like, right up close. No straightened nope. hooks. Les lines. Yeah. I know you're listening.
2: Mm hmm. Carrying <laughs> that drag. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Not yeah. No. yeah. Less, nothing less like the, that. More. No 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 botch net jobs, nothing. No problems with the nets. It was good.
1: There's always gonna be heartbreaks, man. They just keep mm-hmm. coming. I have lists I have a whole list written down here i'm not even i just touched on a couple that's part of the fishing you got to get through it go for the next one you know
2: the net job is hard you know as soon as the the net jobs is 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 just as hard as hooking the fish especially the big one you know getting it in there people that you Mm -hmm. know bag hundreds of fish you know 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 that almost like if i would hook hook one i'm you know and you're you're you know Say so you take somebody out and they've never done it before you know i've done that with my friends a lot and they want to come up and see what it's all about and we uh, take them casting and stuff and then all of a sudden i hook one and i'm like well this is a nice one i'd really like to see this fish
1: i'm gonna hand you, him, you the pole
2: i'm gonna hand you the pole <laughs> <because> I, <laughs> yeah want, yeah mm-hmm. I want to net it, you know. Silly stuff. It's so crazy how how they get off, you know, and then how they stay on for like a little. We talk revert back to the, the little bass jig, yeah, or or the uh, the video from nineteen ninety seven in that mm-hmm. in that tournament in Chautauqua where the guy had the fifty inch fish on for literally like twenty minutes and somebody was took a 10mile drive started filming somebody handed him a net and they netted that fish uh-huh. and it's just crazy to think that and it's you know and then how they get off so fast yeah you know, look like, how can they stay on for that stuff and then they just got you know they spit the hooks on yeah these fish here It just going it happen musky heartbreaks it will continue to happen.
0: As long as you're fishing for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they, do, they, they do suck. They yeah. do. Yeah. But
0: you know who doesn't suck? <laughs> Fat AZ Muskie Products. No, no, they don't. No. They got some good stuff. They do. Uh, some of these Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, they use some Fat AZ. Mm-hmm.
1: They also use St. Croix
0: rods. And you can find AZ and MC fishing guides at the Muskie Max. March of 18. That's where we're going to be. So check them out. They have a Facebook page. They have a website. Give them a Google. Give them a like. Make your reservations. Come on down. So... I'm going to say that's where we're wrapping it up because I did the plugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So be safe out there, and uh, thanks for listening. Nice.